see if we can remember where the cinema is. Welcome to Movies with Mum. I'm Conrad. And I'm Mum. And that lady's cutting the corner. Yeah. (laughs) In each episode, we take you on our regular mum and son movie dates to review the film. And the ice cream. Hello, Mum. Hello, Conrad. How are you today? Not too bad. It's been a while, hasn't it? It does seem to be a long time. Yeah, so it's been a few weeks since we've been on one of our dates because, well, for one thing, there hasn't been much on that we wanted to see. Mm. And you've not been very well. No, I haven't been very well. But I'm feeling okay today, so looking forward to a film and an ice cream. Yeah, that all important ice cream. (laughs) Yeah. So, what are we going to see today? We're going to see Rocket Man. Oh. And I'm hoping it's as good as. Bohemian Rhapsody, that was very good. Well, it's the same director. Oh, right. To a certain extent. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, Bohemian Rhapsody was started by an American director named Brian Singer, who came to fame largely through directing The Usual Suspects and a couple of the X Men movies. Oh, right, yeah. And Apt Pupil was his Stephen King adaptation. But unfortunately, Somewhere midway through making Bohemian Rhapsody, there were a combination of problems. So uh, he, I think he got snared up in the whole Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. I believe he was accused of sexually abusing young men. I don't oh, know no. if any of those accusations have proven to be true, but certainly he got snarled up in them. And there were various reports of him being very difficult on set or having a hard time or running away and not showing up or something but whatever the situation was Dexter Fletcher was brought in at the last minute to finish Bohemian Rhapsody okay and he did Mm -hmm. he didn't he wasn't allowed to get credit so it's still credited to Brian Singer Oh, that's a bit off. I know. But I think part of the deal with the studio was if you come in and fix this movie for us, do Mm. us a favour, then we will give you some options for movies that you would like to do. And I believe Rocket Man is it. It's Dexter Fletcher's payback time. Oh, right. Well, that's all right, isn't it? I mean, he needed something, didn't he, for stepping in at the last minute? Yeah. He's an interesting figure, Dexter Fletcher. I always remember him from childhood being in a child actor in Bugsy Malone and the press gang with Julia Sawalla, walla, 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 walla. As a very young man. And later on in life, he's still a fine actor. I remember him being in Band of Brothers and now a director oh, right. as well. So, Who was he in Band of Brothers then? I don't know. One, one of the army men. One of the army men. <laughs> one of the soldiers. There were quite a few of them. There were. I think he survived. I think he oh, got good. through the whole thing. Because I remember him being in the last episode. Oh. Oh, well. So he was obvious of a survivor then. He was, yeah. So he's, yeah, an interesting guy. He's directed a few movies. Four or five, I think. Mm-hmm. One of them being what's known as a jukebox musical. What's that, then? So... Typically, a musical will be a, a musical whereby the, the, the lyrics and the songs and the music and all of that is written for the musical. Yeah. 
whereas a jukebox musical is where they take a bunch of songs that exist already and weave a story around it. Oh, right. Oh, I'm with you. So Mamma Mia is a prime example. Yeah. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody wasn't that. Bohemian Rhapsody was a straight, full-on biopic. Is this a biopic of Elton John, then? See, this is actually a cross between a biopic of Elton John and a jukebox musical because it takes place, as far as I understand, with Elton in rehab because he has lots and lots of problems with alcohol and drugs. Oh, yeah, well, I know about that. And while he's sort of coming to terms with it he's and, and dealing with it, he's thinking about his life and because of his general state of being and hallucinations and so on, parts of his life come to life in fantastical sequences involving music and dancers and singers. Oh, right. Near and around him. and So it's sort of a cross between the two, as I oh. understand it. Cine World! Cine World! <laughs> And uh, yes, yeah, so you were a bit late there. I was, yeah. So Dexter's <laughs> been in this territory before because he did one uh, based on the life of the Proclaimers called Sunshine on Leith. Oh right, yeah. Which I didn't see because I don't like the Proclaimers. No. I'm not all too fond of Elton John either, to be honest. But I'm interested to see, find out more about him. Yeah. And I like Taron Egerton. Is that who's starring as him? Who's starring as Elton? Yeah, he was in. The Kingsman movies is the young man who was in those. Oh, right. Oh, I like him. And that's where he met Elton, because, of course, Elton did a very extended cameo in Kingsman 2. Of course he did, yeah. That was funny. He was being held prisoner. He was. He was hilarious, actually. He was. He was very good. Got a space for you. Brilliant. And will there be an Elton John ice cream? I don't know. What would an Elton John ice cream be? <laughs> Glasses. <laughs> Loads of glasses. Really, really ridiculous glasses on it. No, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what that Or would perhaps it would be an Aladdin ice cream, because it's really Aladdin out today, isn't it? It is, yeah. Aladdin's the big release, but... Less said about that, the better. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, we're here. Yep. Ooh. So we'll see you later. Yeah. Bye for now. Here we are in the bright sunshine, which is quite an adjustment after being in a dark cinema for two hours. Yeah, but it's eyes, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Reminds me of when I was a film student. You could always spot us. We'd be the ones that were crouched over blinking. Squinting <laughs> at everything. During the day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, Rocket Man, the life story of Elton John told in musical terms. What did you think? I'm going to let you go first this time. Ah, cunning. (laughs) Okay, I loved it. (laughs) Now, I don't like musicals. I know, that's why I let you go first. (laughs) um, It's just that moment when people start singing rather than talking. Shivers go down my spine and I start feeling deeply uncomfortable. And there were a few moments like that in the beginning, but after I got sucked into the character, once Taron Egerton was there full-time as Elton, although the kids that were playing Elton at a younger age were very good. Oh, excellent, excellent. Very good. But as soon as Taron Egerton came on, I was completely hooked into the story and Mm. fascinated by him and his creativity and fascinated by how troubled he was by a, a very difficult upbringing. Yes. And 
his constant search for love and affirmation and yeah the way they interposed all of the songs at meaningful moments I thought they were all very well chosen feathered through the score and after a while I just didn't notice the big musical numbers intervening I just sort of went with it and was completely sold on it and Taron Egerton I think it's probably a career defining performance for him he's always thrown himself utterly and completely into roles and I've always liked that about him well he's good in Kingsman isn't he he is he's very good in Kingsman and I remember everybody was shocked when he did the animated film Sing and he was the gorilla that could sing oh right and he did his own singing in that rather than just doing the, Mm. the character vocal acting and everybody was stunned at how amazing his voice was and of course he did an Elton John song in that so but all those outfits that he had to wear in this and and the vocal patterns and the physicality of Elton John from even from the 70s to now I think he absolutely nailed it he was he was amazing wasn't he I loved it too I thought I thought it was amazing I was completely sucked into it but Oh my god, so heartbreaking. Yeah. Heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking. And and there was one moment in there I actually I don't know if you heard me, but I sobbed and the tears rolled down my face. Aww. Because his mother said something to him that he, my mother's actually said to me, so Oh, so that hit close to home mm, then. It did, yeah. So um yeah, heartbreaking. But so good, so good. I mean, well acted. Yeah. Well, I thought he was amazing, and the little boy was amazing too. Who was his boyfriend in it? The Scottish shit. Oh, I say shit? yeah, you can. <laughs> I I recognised him, but I don't know who he was. Hmm. Yeah, it did that was the other thing. It didn't shy away from his sexuality, which is the thing that Bohemian Rhapsody has been heavily criticised for. Um, by the LGBTQ community that it tries to hide it and then it shows it as something that dragged Freddie Mercury down and ultimately destroyed him, which is a very retrograde approach to homosexuality. Whereas this just fully embraced it and didn't turn away from it and showed you every every aspect of it. And Yeah, I, I think it was a much better film than Bohemian Rhapsody. I do too. I totally agree. I think it was even better than that and I really enjoyed that one. And yet I like Freddie Mercury more than Elton John, to be honest. Although, as the film went on, I suddenly realised just how many of Elton John's songs I actually (laughs) like. (laughs) I was exactly the same. I was thinking, oh yeah, I like this one. Oh yeah, I like this one. Yeah, I love that they kept using the Goodbye Yellow Brick Road motif throughout as sort of a poignant central yearning within him. And, yeah. yeah, and I didn't realise that he made it big in America before he did here. No, I didn't know anything about him. No. It's well uh, before that, my time, because it's 70s. Yeah, of course it was, yeah. But I didn't realise that. Oh, goodness, didn't he get into some stuff? He did, but it, it wasn't shown as... See, again, Bohemian Rhapsody had it as... He was doing that because he was gay. He wasn't doing it because he was no, gay. He, he was wasn't. doing it because of his crushing self-loathing. Yeah, but it was also the scene he was in. They were all sleeping together. They were all, um, you know, drugs, drinking. It it was the actual scene he was in. But my goodness. 
Very good, though. What would you give it out of ten? Mm. I would give that a nine. I think it's a nine as well. Oh, good. I thought it was very, very good. I thought it was very good. It was heartbreaking. It was very, very um, real. Yes. Despite being a musical, which is (laughs) interesting. Yeah, but it all fitted well. Mm. The music fitted lovely into it. I liked it. It was good. And what about the ice cream? Ice cream! The ice cream. Well, I had American birthday cake because I love it. It's got vanilla ice cream, jam and blue icing and big chunks of cake. (laughs) It's It's, ridiculous. It's fantastic. And I would give that an eight. I love that. But you had a new one, didn't you? I had a new one, Mississippi mud ice cream. Mm. which was chocolate with chocolate fudge, a chocolate ribbon and chocolate brownie pieces. <laughs> so, so a bit chocolate. There was a bit of chocolate in there. <laughs> it was disgusting. What would you give that? Uh, an eight, I think. Oh, not as good as a German chocolate the cake. The German chocolate cake is legendary. No, <laughs> it remains crowned as the best so far. <laughs> well, I thought that was a good day out at the cinema. A very good day. Thanks for taking me. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye.